The Hear Me Project is an initiative of Carnegie Mellon University's Create Lab. The website for the Create Lab is www.cmucreatelab.org, and the website for Hear Me is www.hear-me.net. On last month's podcast, we introduced Hear Me's Gender Bias in STEM campaign. 160 students from Southwestern Pennsylvania were asked if gender played any role in a student's interest and success in STEM. Again, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. Some fantastic volunteers from Carnegie Mellon University and Penn State New Kensington helped us interview all these students, and the interviews have already been shared out online and on displays at Carnegie Mellon. In the last episode, students generally agreed that both boys and girls have the ability to be equally successful in STEM. But they did acknowledge that there are other factors that influence who pursues STEM education, like stereotypes and social pressures. As part of the interviews, we gave students the statistics that 74% of STEM workers are male, leaving only 26% female STEM workers. Uh, This statistic does come from STEM Connector and might be a bit outdated now since the interview questions were written over a year ago, Uh, but this was the information that we gave students as part of the interviews. We asked the students then to respond to this stat. How does it match what you see in your school? And why do you think there is such a big disparity? Danica, 15, Fox Chapel Area High School. I think that boys have a better exposure to STEM um, fields and that girls usually have a later exposure, which kind of is a disadvantage because they don't have an equal opportunity to explore those fields. My name is Jack. I'm 17. I go to Kiski Area High School and I live in Melwood Manor. I think that's because from a young age, the girls are sort of deferred away from those sorts of fields, mm-hmm. whereas guys are told that they should enter those fields because there's kind of a stereotype that guys are smarter, which isn't true, obviously. If you started changing the attitude at a very young age, then I think more girls would be inclined to continue on that path. Amelia? Knock, middle school, eighth grade. I kind of want to be a petroleum engineer when I grow up, so I think a lot of people stereotype STEM as a guy thing, but really it's a girl and guy thing. Colton, I'm 16 years old. I live in Butler, and I go to Knock High School. I don't think there's any subjects that girls or boys are better at, but I do think that in some subjects there's like a differing in interest, so maybe like girls aren't as interested in tech ed. But that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of girls who are very proficient at tech ed. Our society more or less um, gives the idea that men need to do sort of mathematical, maybe more in engineering's maybe a more labor intensive jobs, but I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's just more of a stigma that maybe needs to be overcome. Well, my name is Sydney. I am 16 years old and I live in Cabot, Pennsylvania. I think most people have sort of a stigma that boys are a lot better at, say, like math or sciences, and girls are a lot better at English and writing, but I see every day in my school, especially with my friends, that that's not the case. There's been, I mean, as long as you can remember, women were always the ones staying home, being homemakers and taking care of children while men were the one doing more technical things out in the field. So now that women have started to become a place in society where they are involved in the workforce, many men aren't willing to give up the opportunities that they've held for centuries. So that's why there's more men. It's because that's the way it's always been. But that doesn't mean that's the way it should be. When asked what we should do about this, the most popular answer was to expose girls to more STEM opportunities and to encourage them to pursue these opportunities. 
My name is Grace. I'm 14 and I go to Franklin Regional. I think that if we were just sort of let alone, we would all choose a bunch of different things. But with like our parents and just sort of stereotypes with everything, everyone leans towards what they're supposed to instead of what they really want to. So I think that if teachers chose to expose us to that and um, the opportunities for robotics and stuff when we were younger were just open to the kids in the gifted program. Um, and a lot of those kids, like, you could choose which classes you wanted, and the guys all chose robotics, and the girls, because it was your parents signing you up for it, the girls' parents didn't sign them up for robotics and things like that. So I think it should be open to all students. Danica, 15, Fox Chapel Area High School. When kids are um, in their early ages, the males are more exposed to STEM fields, so, of course, that's going to put in advance on their um, interest, and girls tend to go into other subjects and fields. I think that each gender needs an equal exposure at the correct time and at the same time, that way that as a kid gets older, they can make their choice, but they can also say that they had equal exposure just as the other, other gender did. I'm Tina. I go to Franklin Regional. I'm 13, and I live in Murraysville. There might be a stereotype that boys are better at, like, science or the electives that involve, like, STEM um, than girls, and girls might be better in the arts classes because I think that's just, like, the, the mentality that some people have is that, oh, girls don't, don't really take those sorts of classes as much as boys should. But I don't think that boys are necessarily better and girls are necessarily better at these classes. I think it's just the exposure that we have to those classes because um, of what we we think is normal or what we should be signing up for class-wise. But I don't think that there's a difference between skill level. Students also ask for role models. If they see women in these fields, maybe they will make the connection that they could also work there. I'm Matt, I'm 17, I go to Cornell High School. As soon as someone says computer programming, like the first thing I think of is like a dude in a basement. You know what I mean? Like the stereotypical like white male, I guess. I don't know. I mean, like growing up, that's what you're shown though. You know what I mean? Whenever you figures in programming history, um, I really, I couldn't name one female programmer, honestly. I couldn't name like one famous female engineer or anything like that. Um, it's definitely changing, though. I, I will believe that. Um, I definitely believe that, yeah, it's changing. And sooner or later, it is hopefully going to be even or maybe even female-dominated. Who knows, you know? I'm Lavinia. I'm 13, and I go to Franklin Regional. A lot of times, when it's a female in the STEM field, people just don't put the faith in them, and they end up not doing it. But I think that if you really want to, then you can do it. I think the reason that there are kind of more male people in um, STEM fields is because that whenever someone sees a woman in a STEM field, they kind of think, oh, that woman is not going to be able to do that STEM field, and she's not going to be able to take that job, and they don't think that she can do it, and then she ends up losing faith in herself since everyone else loses faith in her. But with men, people don't automatically assume that they're not going to be able to do the job, and they think, wow, good for you, you're going for that job. I know that Mrs. Joyce, my science teacher, whenever we're talking about like STEM and things like that, she sometimes tells us about when she was in college and how she was a woman training to be a science teacher, that sometimes people didn't believe in her, but she pushed on and they said, you can't do that because you're a woman, so I 
mean, that's pretty cool. Um, well, when I hear that she and other people like her, when people didn't put faith in her and she pushed through it and became something that no one ever thought she could be, then I think, wow, that's something I could do. And I know that whenever people don't put faith in me, then I'm just going to push through them and I'm going to be something and I'm going to prove to them that they're wrong. My name is Amanda. I'm 17 years old and I go to North Allegheny Senior High School and I live in Wexford neighborhood. I really don't know, but I know for me, the reason I'm interested in STEM is my sister is a mechanical engineer who just graduated from Penn State. So without her, I probably would be pursuing like an educational degree. So I think a lot of girls think that the standard track for them is just like an English major or something they can do like teaching. But because I had a role model, I could see different paths. And my parents were very strict on me seeing like, oh, we can go into sciences, take a lot of science clubs. So I could see like everything I was open to or the world offered me. I just think that everyone just has like a kind of narrow point of view because they don't have a role model or the opportunities or see the opportunities to take other stuff on. If we're looking for role models and people to change the culture of STEM, Carnegie Mellon is an important audience. We will continue to share these stories around Carnegie Mellon's campus, and we are asking people at CMU and other higher ed institutions to share stories about how gender bias has affected them. The students interviewed for this campaign are optimistic that gender bias ends with their generation, but it's going to take everyone to make that a reality. ending, we do want to acknowledge that we've been using a very binary definition of gender in this project, meaning that we've defined one's gender as either male or female. At Hear Me, we believe that gender is a lot more than that, but we chose to do this so that younger interviewees had a relatable and shared vocabulary during these interviews. Thank you to the youth and the adults who challenge us on this definition. Uh, additionally, there are many other barriers and biases that affect success in STEM fields. Thank you to the students who brought up these issues. There's a lot of work to do to make these fields more equitable. To wrap up, we'll leave you with a few more reactions from folks here at CMU. You can read all the reactions from people on the website www.cmugenderstem.com. We love talking about our gender ratio. Ah, yes, 40% women and 60% men. That's great. But what about people who aren't men or women? Non-binary people do computer science too. Try to keep us in mind, okay? There are few female computer science faculty here. Makes me wonder if this is a reflection of a glass ceiling for women or just a bias in computer science only. Being a girl means I am constantly overlooked in a class as well as in group projects outside of school. On top of that, when I make an effort to take charge, I am seen as bossy or overbearing, whereas guys in the same position are seen as leaders. I always thought my brother was the one who was good at math. Now I'm doing a PhD in math and I still worry sometimes that I'm just faking. It took me so long to come around to this field that I feel I'll always be behind.
We'll see you next time on the Hear Me Podcast. <laughs>